Welcome and thank you for tuning in to SM Enlightenment Radio or TV or listening to the Two Healthy Chicks podcast. I'm Ayana. And I'm Jenny. And we are Two Healthy Chicks providing simple life hacks on this journey to healthy living. All right, Jenny, it's been a little while, but what's in your mind? Yes, so I, I'm like halfway down my glass already, but... <laughs> I am drinking, oh my gosh, the pink lemonade um, in our calm. So it's so good. I love finishing my day with this. Yeah, I need need to be calm. I needed to be a little hype. So I did seltzer with the mango peach figs. Nice. Nothing says summer like mango peach. You know, I'm on the West Coast. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm three hours behind. So I still have some time. Yeah, you can chip it. I'm like winding down with the ashwagandha. You're still hyping up with the fizz. So I'm trying to hype it up. Exactly. (laughs) Yep, 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 yep. Yes. And speaking of Southern California, you have the sun and that is perfection going into what we are talking about tonight we are talking about i know look at that summer skin everything related to summer skin so this is going to be a don't miss episode so you are definitely going to want to hear about all things summer skin including things that cause skin damage yep how to protect the skin and in that we'll talk about the many many misconceptions Yep. And meaning like the availability availability of information that you have. Melanated skin and whether or not we need sunscreen. Mm-hmm. And my favorite pampering and prepping the skin for sun exposure. So definitely a lot to cover here. And we have a special thing tonight. We do. We have a very special guest. I mean, all of our guests are special, but yes. maybe, maybe... She's probably going to kill me when she comes on, but maybe she's a little extra special. (laughs) We'll just leave it at that. You're going to get yourself in trouble with all kinds of people. (laughs) uh, Listen, that's what I do. I mean, I think we know that by now. Yes. So Sharon Davila has been in the healthcare industry for over 25 years. She began her career working for the New York City Department of Health and Mental Hygiene and later became a bedside registered nurse in several specialties. Later in her career, Sharon entered the world of infection prevention, working with several acute and subacute facilities across the U.S. Throughout the COVID-19 epidemic, she successfully collaborated with the CDC and local health departments to place preventative processes and procedures to keep COVID and non-COVID patients safe. She loves to travel with her adorable Maltese, Callie, and sometimes, these are her words, her beloved husband and three children. (laughs) I would love to extend a very warm welcome to none other than my sister, my eldest, because I dare not say oldest, sister, Sharon Davila. Welcome! Yay! Good! How are you? Good in yourself. Thank you. Yes. Uh, And I'm just the firstborn sister. I'm either eldest or oldest. There you go. I like that. (laughs) There was no way that I actually could have said that, and Mm -hmm. it would have been okay. So I might as well just jump over here. Look at this face. (laughs) 
it's going to be a very interesting episode. We're going to so see fun. all this dynamic, Jenny. Can <laughs> we scrap the skin conversation? Just go straight into no, the we life. Cannot. Not? Okay, that'll be another episode. <laughs> Maybe I'll weave it in there. <laughs> I mean, you, you, I could do anything because she, you know, she thinks that I only can speak about medical related um, topics. That's why she's but, here. Yeah, but there's a lot of stuff I can do. Yes. Oh, this is good. All right. Maybe we'll stick on with the skin tonight, but we'll, we'll okay. talk around to that. Or oh, we don't <laughs> have to. Yes, we are. We I love that. God. <laughs> All right. So before we dive in, tell us, Sharon, how did you get, because, you know, everything that I talked about doesn't necessarily relate directly mm-hmm. to skin mm-hmm. and summer skin. How mm-hmm. did you get involved or interested in skin? Well, um, being a nurse for over 20 years, I've had to deal with um, a lot of patients. And we already know the integumentary system, which is your skin is our largest organ and the biggest, um, the, the best barrier to infections, um, diseases, you know, um, so many other things, physical damage, UV light. And um, I took pride in taking care of... Um, our patient's skin, you know, so unfortunately, unfortunately, um, nursing today, because of everything that we have to do, um, we don't take the time that we really need to, to take care of a patient's skin. So I took pride in that. And then on top of that, during my nursing career, I was diagnosed with dyshydrotic eczema. And, um, you know, some people will say, oh, what's the big deal about that? But because I was so, you know, there's a little vanity in all of us women. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, my flare, my flare-ups would actually be during the summertime when I want to show my legs mm-hmm. and it's on my legs and my feet. It really doesn't happen too much on my hands, but there are these little like blisters that I would get and sometimes a rash forms with it. And it would actually like I said, occur during the summertime. You know, if it happened during the winter, it wouldn't be so bad, but right. summer <laughs> when I'm going to show skin. Yeah. So, and, you know, I would cry sometimes, but, you know, crying is not going to do anything. Mm-hmm. I had to learn more about my um, my condition and worked um, closely with my dermatologist, which took me a long time to find because mm-hmm. you could be board certified and everything, but... Um, and this is something we'll talk about later. Unfortunately, you know, the, um, how can I say? The dermatologist has to, has to actually be invested in you. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're supposed to all be and know, right. and know their, um, you know, know, be an expert in this. But unfortunately, you know, a lot of them are dismissive about some of your concerns, especially when you're of the African-American um you know, descent. So therefore, um, got frustrating. And like I said, I had to actually find a dermatologist that understood, you know, I don't have an African American dermatologist. She's actually Asian, but you know, she does understand. Um, and she's given me so much, um, knowledge and information that I do need, especially since I moved out here to LA. And like I said, we'll go, we'll discuss some more why it's why LA compared to New York is a difference in how you take care of your skin. 
And I think that's so interesting, too, because that's the same thing with Ayana and I, as far as our personal experiences, our, per- our own personal struggles led us to deeper research, led us to questioning things, led us to really finding better doctors and understanding things more. And from that, have learned a lot and want to share with others. So I love that. So um, thank you for being willing to come on and share your personal experiences. I'm sorry that you've had to go through that, but I'm grateful for what that has brought um, for you to be able to help other people and for you to be able to come on and share with our audience. So thank you. Yeah, this is why I love her sometimes, <laughs> but you know. So you already jumped into some of it, but let's dive a little bit deeper into the first part of this, which is things that cause skin damage. So talk to us more about some of those effects when we're dealing with the summer, so to speak, and summer skin, etc. So, um, okay, so... We, we are dealing with what we call, um, okay, so some of the things, like I said, chemicals, physical damage, you know, whether it's some type of trauma, diseases, and what we're going to focus is um, focus on is UV rays today because, and the reason why we're focusing on that is because um, everyone is out for the summer and having fun, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and um we're not protecting our skin the way we really need to. And um, geography has a lot to do with um, with this issue. Um, so for example, you know, where you live, we're living in L.A. L.A. is full of, filled with beaches. Miami is another place filled with beaches. But then you have somewhere like um, like Atlanta, you don't really have beach life there. New York, somewhat. But, you know, that's not what we focus on in New York for, for the most part um, because the Atlantic is just so dirty. But that's an, And the beaches are not the best. But, I mean, I can say that I'm a New Yorker originally. But um, Funny, I had that same conversation with someone on the beach today. So that's... <laughs> <laughs> you know, so... But where, where the beach life really is are states, you know, um, like Florida and California. Mm-hmm. So... Um, so we have two types of aging to the skin. Um, extrinsic is what accounts for 80% of skin aging. So um, what what is um, contributing, um, what's, I'm sorry, what contributes to intrinsic aging? So you have UV rays, okay? Um, that is one big thing, pollution, okay? Diet, a lot of these things you can't control. Okay. A lot of these things are controlled. And then intrinsic aging, which is, which accounts for about 20% of skin aging are, you know, factors such as things you really can't control. Like it's just genetically determined. You know, if you have a history, you know, your parents have a history or family have a history of bad skin, possibly, you know, um, that's good. That could be a cause, you know, skin cancer or even stress. I mean, can we control stress? Technically, yes, but sometimes it's hard just depending Mm -hmm. on what is going on in your life. Okay. So going back to the extrinsic, um, aging portion of it, which, which both, which is the bulk of our discussion of the UV rays. Okay. We have UVA, UVB and UVC. Okay. Um, UVA is the longest wavelength and um, it actually can penetrate 
the dermis. I'm just giving you a little science background. I'm not going to go into too much <laughs> scientific terminology. I'm going to try to keep it in layman's terms as much as I can. But I really want you to understand this. Mm -hmm. So UVA, like I said, has the wave, um, longest wavelengths, which means it can actually penetrate through the dermis. So you have three layers of three major layers of the skin. Okay. Your epidermis, which is the top skin and then your dermis and then um, hypodermis or what we call the subcutaneous tissue, the fat. Okay. So um, UVA, a lot of people do not quote unquote worry about. Huh. It's the UVB, which are the shorter um, wavelengths, which only penetrates the epidermis. And this is where you get the sun tanning or the sunburn. Okay. A lot of people focus more on that and going into um, medications or treatments that can, or lotions that can actually prevent this. A lot of before um, years ago, we, they would just focus on the UVB rays. Okay. Let's go to UVC. So wait, quick go question ahead. before we get to C. So even though we're mainly concerned about UVB and sunburn, things like that, are you saying that the UVA rays are the ones that we should truly be concerned about? And I guess maybe not more so than UVB, but that can cause more damage. No, we need to, we need to focus on both. Okay. okay? Because accumulation, uh, accumulation of UVA is what's causing the skin cancer mm -hmm. okay because so that is the problem so it's a combination of both science has now realized this before uvb uvb wow. uvb uh -huh. but the science there are many peer reviewed and um peer reviewed literature on this uva is definitely causing it so even if you look at um and this is something we can we'll go further into if we're looking at let's say sunscreen Mm -hmm. Okay. Before it used to be folk, you would see the the wording um, on it stating for UVB. Now the dermatologists are even recommending that you use broad spectrum because it's covering UVA and UVB. Mm -hmm. Okay, which is what we need, and of course the SPF, which we'll discuss as well. So we need to focus on UVA and B because actually ninety five percent of UV radiation is UVA. Hmm. Wow. wow. So okay. I have a question about that. Maybe you're going to go into this later, um, or maybe I'm taking this off topic. But so you say that the UVA accounts for the majority, accounts for the cancer. Then um, is that something that is like cumulative over time that takes a while to build up, or maybe it depends on which cancer? Something I've heard, and maybe you can correct it or expand upon it if it's accurate, is a lot of, you know, some of the cancers like melanoma and different things are um, caused by like sunburns as a child, like the buildup when you were a child. And Correct. So not, that, not that, I mean, obviously we want to protect our skin now as an adult, but so is that something like the UVA things like take time to build up to create Correct. cancer? Okay. Yes. So UVA is definitely accumulation over time. Okay. okay. So, and you're correct. So UVB, um, that's where you get the melanoma, which is the okay. most, you know, common. Yes. So it's the, it's the time of, um, it's over time of that sun exposure because the, of course, the longer you're staying in the, in the sun, mm -hmm. you know, the more, you know, the more exposure you're going to get. Okay. And 
you know, we're, we're, it's it's eventually seeking in. So this is this is the reason why we're focused on UVA as well. Okay. Okay. All right. And you said that there was one more UVC. UVC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, this is this comes from the radiation of the sun, and you know we don't really worry about it because it doesn't hit the the, the um, Earth's surface. Okay, so really it's not um, a, a problem for humans as far as staying outside and being exposed. But how um, where we use a lot of UVC is for, you know, lamps and lasers for like our disinfection and stuff or, you know, any type of lasers, even if you're, you know, playing laser stuff. So if you ever notice where they say, you know, do not look into it because it can can affect your eyes and stuff. Yes. So that's where, um, that's where the UVC a lot of times. So even in the hospital setting, um, we would see the, um, we would use it for disinfection and let's say we have um sterile you know we're doing um what do you call it i'm trying to remember uvc disinfection for patients mm-hmm. rooms we have to set up that machine and then actually leave wow the area because it can affect us that way this is why i get upset at the um dunkin donuts drive through when they want to try to scan my code like from way out and i haven't given them my phone yet my phone is like right here by my face like that's a whole right like, I mean, <laughs> we won't talk about the fact that and, i'm at the dunkin donuts and you know what why are you even there my friend you're, you're absolutely correct but when i get to dunkin donuts i'm so focused on that bagel and that coffee that I don't think about that. I mean, yeah. Oh, thanks, sis. Yeah, I need to start thinking about that instead of my belly. Yes. yes. Can yeah. We think about our eyes. And yes. Yes. Correct. Yes. 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 And then they get like all upset and they're feeling like I'm, you know, good, speaking out of some good, sort of good ridiculous point. point of view. Like, you know, that's a real thing. Take the phone, please. Well, let me get it closer to you. Yeah, I digress. I digress. <laughs> all right. So. Oh, dang. <laughs> Things will make you go, hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Chips. <laughs> chips. Give you simple life hacks. Another yes. thing. Listen, get your coffee. Don't get the eye ray. Just um, You know, and actually the third thing that your sister mentioned, Ayana, was diet. So, you know, yes. we could kind of, I you know. wonder. Just saying. Listen, again, like I said, we're just going to step over the fact that I'm not the fact that I'm not We're just going to pass. Yeah. But there, there may have been a few things that we've said in our show many, many times before about diet and stress. Hmm, I wonder where you could have heard things like that. Mm-hmm. If you don't know what we're talking about, you are seriously behind on your episode. Yes. So you got some catching up to do. I, I have to say, Sharon, one of the things that really stood out to me, actually, when you started it with the extrinsic versus intrinsic, and the majority of them are extrinsic. And, and I think it's interesting because a lot of people will say, um, like, oh, your skin looks great or whatever. Like, oh, you must have good genes. And, and, mm-hmm. and, and it's just interesting. You say 20% of it includes that genetics factor. So it really has more to do with how you treat your skin and what you do and, and what your actions are and where you live yeah. and all of that, the environment. Even your skincare, right? even your daily skincare. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes. They're out there like, no, 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 it's all in your genes. No, not necessarily. No, it's for, for, for Ayana, it's vanity. 
I'm not one to deny that. I'm just saying. It is what it is. That means I work hard at it. So yes, I will accept that. That's great. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Doc. Appreciate that. I'm just saying, you know, I'm here to speak truth. Yeah. All right. So as far as being genetically determined, we've already agreed that that's like 20% of skin aging. What about that? Like, I mean, does that lead to all types of things such as like acne and rosacea? Yes. Okay. Uh, yes. So eczema, mm-hmm. eczema, you know, so yeah, that's all the intrinsic factors. So how do you, for example, you know, with my eczema, um, unfortunately, you you know, it itches. Okay, so how do I prevent from first of all getting flare-ups, and if I do have a flare-up, how do I manage it and also prevent from irritating it more because that'll break down my skin. The scratch, consistent scratching, will break down my skin, which is exposing me to a plethora of things because I'm breaking that barrier. So yes, so the intrinsic factor is that rosacea, that eczema, that acne, which you have to, you know, try to keep under control Number one, um, and this is all, you know, working with your dermatologist, you know, have a tight relationship, have them on speed dial, which I do. If they say they can't get me in a day I need to come, I am raising hell. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, cause I said, if I need you, I need you. Trust me. So I um, picture that at all. <laughs> yeah. You know, you? I'm always, I'm going to always remain professional. In a, you know, raise hell in a professional manner. Yes, I, I've been the... <laughs> oh, that's another episode. I like that topic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. that's a great topic. Yes. <laughs> All right, so we're going to wrap up shortly um, to go into our next segment. But I just want to say, like, speaking about eczema, because I, I do have it as well, but thankfully I have it very lightly. I think as I get older, I'm starting to experience it more and more, but the sun, I feel like the sun makes it worse for me, at least any, is there anything to that or is it all in my head? Um, yes, because this is, this is the reason why I said I might get my flare ups during the summertime. It's the heat, you know, the sun, the heat, you know, the, um, the, sweat all of that that all of that triggers it you know because you know when you sweat what is what is coming out of what are you excreting right so you know salt sodium stuff so therefore it's irritates and irritant so yes so this is the reason why i try not to stay outside too much you know um, and if I have to go outside, you know, for example, you know, Ayana came to California, dragged me to the beach. Um, <laughs> do you hear that? Do you, you hear that? California yeah. and you don't go to the beach? Okay, Thank this is you. a whole other topic. A lot of people say that, you know, it, uh, the beach is overrated. I can't take you know, all the sand Those and are stuff. The people who live here and yeah. take it for granted. Yeah, it's overrated. <laughs> yes. You know, but anywho. <laughs> You know, so therefore I have to make sure that I, my skin is protected because I try not to use the, the, the um, prescribed topical ointments. So, you know, because I try to use other preventative um, measures to, to, to control that. So very rare I have to actually use medication because of, you know, the, you know, I try to be cognizant of the, what I'm putting in my body. Also drinking that water and all of that stuff. 
and try to keep the stress as minimal as possible. Because if I am seriously stressed, like at work, I will get flare ups. Yeah. yeah. All right. So when we come back, we will talk about how to protect the skin as well as, and we'll, you know, of course, we're going to give you a ton of tips because that's what we do, right? Yeah. And we'll also talk about pampering and prep, which obviously is Jenny's yes. favorite topic. So, you know, yes. we're going to have some fun. <laughs> with <laughs> so thank you for listening to Two Healthy Chicks. We will see you in the next segment.